Yeah, this is a this is a Hyundai podcast except for one of us. I needed to get the blue bomber. <laughs> Sonic. Hmm. All right, come on now. That's 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 Mega Man. It is Mega Man, but I don't care. <laughs> blue Blur is Sonic. Blue Burr, which I got. Um, <laughs> blue Burr. He's the blue version of Bill Burr. Blue yeah. Burr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was too busy try- thinking of uh, what if Sonic talked like Bill Burr. <laughs> 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 Gotta go fast. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I can't do a Boston accent to save my life, which I'm happy about. So. <laughs> Probably get canceled for trying to drive, run too fast. I mean, how stupid is that? Getting canceled? Look at this guy, Shadow. He's, can- he's in roller skates and he's not canceled. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to cancel Dr. Robotnik. And I'm like, yo, man, I did that five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my pros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Gotta Go Fast, it's Tim Hansen. <laughs> my feet are so sore from all of the running should be less good at running then i guess no or maybe run faster so that you get there sooner and then you uh, run less and and run all, run away from the pain run off the pain yeah okay yeah. i can do that there you go yeah that solves all my problems yeah just crank the adrenaline up you don't feel anything with the adrenaline going. true story yeah just inject yourself with adrenaline like excess adrenaline yeah i mean i think i saw that in a jason statham movie <laughs> Did you? Yep. Uh, Crank. What a fantastically terrible uh, movie. Crank. One you weren't supposed two. to say what the Wrong movie was. Two. You're just supposed there's to only laugh like at four. Even though he's done a billion of them, there's only like four different. Yeah. No, there's only one different kind of Jason Statham movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every Jason Statham movie is the same. Yes. Yeah. That's not there's true. Two. There's Jason Statham movies, and then there's when he did the replacements. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Now, is it the replacements? The 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 expendables. 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 Sorry, the replacement is the Keanu Reeves movie where he plays a USFL player or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you got that 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 he he can't play football. He's wiry. Or whatever the wiry. fuck that was. That was uh the kicker. Yeah, something like that. Uh something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, but he's uh, He's also in the one, and then there's the one where he's a homeless guy and breaks into someone's ha- house, and then like turns his life around, and that's a great movie. And then he's oh. in Fantastic, or not Fantastic Four, uh, Fast and the Furious, which really should just be called Fantastic Four. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? We, we, I started we saying hard Fast and the Furious. The start of the show. <laughs> yeah. I started saying Fast and the Furious, but said Fantastic Four, so I decided to just okay. go with it. Okay. Okay. I thought it was gonna be your take. Was that your take? Is that actually <laughs> the Fast and the Furious series has many parallels to the Fantastic comic book Four. and movie franchise, the Fantastic Four? They're both I mean, all about family. family. So <laughs> all about family. Jesus Christ. Uh, welcome everyone to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms as always the premise of our show 
is a simple one. We have uh, a set of questions that's sent to us uh, by you, the audience, and they could be about anything. They could be about life. They could be about uni- the universe. It could be about anything. Current events, pop culture, all sorts of good stuff. And whatever question it is, we answer that question here on the show uh, while enjoying a delicious glass of wine. So if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, let's talk about what we are drinking tonight. Uh, Tim Hanson, let's start with you, man. What are you drinking? I am drinking 19 Crimes, The Uprising. It is a red wine aged for 30 days in rum barrels as an homage an homage to Australia's rum rebellion in 1808, where uh, the prisoners, citizens, and the soldiers rose up against the government to say, fuck you, we want our wine! Uh, yeah, that's uh, all, that all fact. Label? No, maybe no, uh, the yeah. the last part's not, but I I, I thought it fit. Uh, it's it's very fair. good. It says something about jammy flavors. I feel like every wine I pick up anymore is like jammy flavors, and I don't know jammy what that dodges. means. It's jammy dodges exactly. <laughs> um, and I don't get the flavor, but I get like that mouth feel. It's just like. Picture taking a jar of jelly or grape jam and then shoving your tongue in it. And like, even though this is what, like a fluid, that's kind of what it almost feels like a little bit. I don't fucking know what I'm saying, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's very good. I appreciate you drawing out that string a little bit, though. That was good. It's almost uh, like I needed a vamp for something. <laughs> no, there's no, there's nothing to vamp for. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking 19 Crimes Cali Rosé. And it is not good. Uh, so after it was initially chilled and I was drinking out of a glass that was also chilled. So it was like kind of nice. Um, but then now it's room temperature and it's just tastes like off juice, which is how Tim described off it. Off juice. Yep. Off juice. Like uh, just juice that's off in some way. So no, do not recommend Snoop Dogg's rosé. Unfortunately, that's a bummer. Yeah is is the is the juice off because there's no gin in it? Yeah, that's what it is. It's missing the gin. Mm. I need more pine. Yeah, and juniper berries. His mind on, on the juice, not on his money. Uh, <laughs> Rich. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking Zach Alexander Brown, uh, Uncaged Sauvignon Blanc. That is Zach Brown band. Zach Brown. And it's actually pretty good. So this musician knows what he's doing when it comes to wine. Those country artists, man, and their wine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, they know they know. they know a lot about tractors, so they probably know some about wine, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I am drinking Kendall Jackson Vintners Reserve Zinfandels. Eh, it's really good. Look, I'm going to turn over my uh, my portion of the wine drinking podcast uh, part of the show uh, to the part where I bitch about Discord because I can't see Sean again. And Sean <laughs> backed out uh, a second ago, lost connection, or I had to back out for some reason, came back in, and now I can't see him. Oh. These little squares dancing around the corner. I'm uh, we're having this problem before the show. I backed in and out. I did all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm beginning to think there's a specific problem that Discord has with me, Matt Casnell, <laughs> co-host of the Brose podcast. And I declare vengeance against Discord. I have no other problems. It's specifically this that I have a problem with. And now I'm not going to be able to take social que- any any visual cues from Sean. I'm not going to be able to tell that he's you know cracking up at one of my jokes or if he's giving me uh, that, that pity smile. 
You know the pity smile? Where I'm like, I'm, I'm clear, Don't worry, he's giving you the pity smile. <laughs> oh, I know he's giving he's me the pity totally smile. totally giving it to you right now, yeah. In a perpetual state, I just assume that, that Sean is giving you the pity smile at all Sean, times. Sean, maybe why, make the show better for me. Why are you flipping Matt off right now, Sean? I don't know why you would do that. I honestly he's can't help guy. it. I'm just, yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> God. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Sean, that pose is, is banned in seven states. You know that, right? I do. Uh, <laughs> but not New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Not New Jersey. Uh, Rich, you have uh, our next round of questions, correct? Yes, I believe I do. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But what is first? Uh, things are bad. What's your go-to coping skill right now? I don't know. I dispute the premise of this question. <laughs> What's the problem? There's nothing bad fine. going on right now. There's nothing wrong. Everything's fine. Uh, but if things weren't fine, how would you guys cope with it? Um, I am falling deeper and deeper into video gaming and and trying to stream more. Just to, I've increased my time. It's only about like an hour, hour and a half each day that I do stream. But I've been streaming more and just trying to uh, find ways to doom scroll less um, by just taking up all of my focus into one thing and not several things to where I end up being overwhelmed and just going into Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I had a chat with my uh, my father a couple days ago, and uh, we talked for a little bit about everything going on with Ukraine and Russia. And uh, it, he opened the call with, uh, well, you know, I, I just got done watching the news for like the last half hour about everything that's going on in Ukraine. And uh, that stuck with me only in the sense that like I wanted to say, I went, that's like, OK, you know what? 30 minutes. That's good. 30 minutes. A solid amount of time to spend worrying about existential stuff that I can do little things about here and there. But I really can't do anything about right this second. So uh, when it comes to, you know, consuming the news, consuming news about Ukraine, consuming the news about Russia, consuming news about the world economy, uh, about what, uh, you know, whether it be the pandemic, climate change, anything political, anything current events. Uh, all right. 30 minutes at that point, because once you get past the 30 minutes, that's uh, at that point. You're doing what Rich is saying. You're doom scrolling, or that's what I'm doing. I'm doom scrolling. I'm just finding a, a new voice to tell me the same thing I've already read seven times, which is like, yeah, we don't think that there's going to be nuclear winter, but I don't know. I mean, we can't really say for sure. Yeah, you're just looking for a different voice to tell you that at, mm-hmm. that, at a certain point. So, um, uh, so 30 minutes. And then, I mean, there's a lot going on in life anyway. Like, you can find stuff to do around the house. That's basically what I would do. Switch is, you know, playing Nintendo Switch is a not bad thing because I can pick that up and just play like Street Fighter for 10 minutes and just be like, ah, oh, that was good. Like, it's it, almost like you're doing like an actual workout. Uh, and, and working out is definitely a good way to handle things. And I do do that. But in lieu of that, sometimes you pick up the switch and do 10 minutes of a fighting game. And then you're like, all right, I'm good. That's my, that's my coping mechanism. I escaped for 10 minutes by, uh, beating the hell out of, uh, Ryu and Ken. And, uh, that's, that's my coping mechanism. So I think setting a cap on consuming news. Cause at a certain point, like you don't need the TikTok of every news development, like the stuff that's going on in Ukraine right now. And I, I because we got bit by this last time, uh, we're recording this on March 4th, uh, right now. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, unless, unless you have a specific job involved in this, there's only so much that you're going to gain as a human mm-hmm. being 
from following every development of what's going on in Ukraine mm-hmm. like, yeah. or, or, or every development that's going on in the pandemic or every everything that's going on uh, w- with any individual crisis that's happening in the world uh, with any humanitarian issue. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so 30 minutes is my cap and then either find something to distract yourself or, you know, do that little pet project that you've been putting off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. the The whole th- time you were going on that after mentioning mentioning TikTok, my brain just went to taking the song talking yep. about my generation, except instead of my generation, it becomes Molotov cocktails. Talking about Mala or ah fuck! Now I <laughs> fucked up the fucking rhythm. Never mind. <laughs> so you, you, you take the cocktails. taking the. Uh, Talking about my, <laughs> my generation, but being about blowing up Russian tanks. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's it, perfect for it's, TikTok. It's like it's kind of wild <clears throat> right now with everything going on because, like, I follow Philip DeFranco on YouTube, and he's been covering uh, uh, the Ukraine every day this week. And uh, like, as the show was wrapping up today, he did a Friday show for the first time in, in like two years. And for the show, end of the show today, he was like, if you want up-to-date current information of stuff that's going on in Ukraine, follow us on TikTok. And, like, I know that news doesn't stop because it's a Saturday. But, like, I just, I need that break from getting his daily show to where I'm like, I would not follow that TikTok channel. At least right now. Because I need that Again, I acknowledge there's still news, and I acknowledge there's still stuff going on that maybe we should know about, but I don't need those constant updates like, oh, here, we're putting in one-minute clip every hour of updates on Ukraine right now. I'm just Rich, did you day, finally make a TikTok? No, I did not make a TikTok yet. Okay. So the, the thing you will quickly learn about TikTok is you will be following so many things that you will see none of the updates in a timely manner, so don't worry about it. Yeah. So what's your coping uh, skill or coping mechanism? Denial. Well, in these in these trying times. <laughs> um I think cuz these are they, they are trying these times. Yeah, these times are they are a trying. Uh yeah. I do find some solace in being up to date on what's going on. Like I do I do like that because I think I I would be I'm more anxious when there's unknowns. Mm. So I I I try to limit myself to about like maybe like 15 to 20 minutes of news coverage and then going on Twitter for like an hour. Like I try to limit those things, but I do like to keep up to date because I, I Mm -hmm. think knowing it's the, you know, it's the devil, you know, sure. I don't want to, there's, there is something bewildering about being, like, because uh, Twitter is usually the way that I find out about news most of the time. Uh, I've tried to wean myself off of Twitter lately, and that that winds up getting me in trouble occasionally. Uh, like about a year ago, uh, when when Donnie got 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 the Rona, when Donnie got the Rona, uh, I, I remember I didn't see it on Twitter. I just woke up one morning. I'm like la da 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 da, and I'm, you know, making breakfast, <laughs> and I, I turn on the radio. And it's like, this is NPR news. President Trump has COVID. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's a big thing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man. That was the same way like uh, a couple days ago. 
Um, or at least by the time we hear this, it'll be it'll be a while ago. The the news that like the, the, you know, the Russians were attacking like a nuclear power plant. That was just like a lead story. It's like you know, condemnation from the West. I'm like, wait a minute. So we had enough time between the time I set my head down to bed and when I woke up for there not only to be an attack on a power plant, but for the whole West, the Western culture to condemn it. There's been condemnation too. There's been three attempts Surely. at. Uh, Zelensky's life at this yeah. point. Sure, yeah, it's, it's been eight hours. How do we have? Th- how do we have enough time? Not only for the attack, but like the reaction from a unified message from most Western nations about this. Have Have you seen what I Lindsay just took a nap. did? Uh, I no, I no, I have not. He he tweeted. He basically tweeted that uh, somebody needs to go and kill Putin. Oh, oh, this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. suggesting yeah. assassination. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Cool, dude. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, elected official. We need to assassinate this guy. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's okay for us to say that. Yeah. It's not I mean, okay for Lindsey Graham to say that. Yeah. He must have thought he was like sending a text to the CIA and turned out it was his Twitter and he's like, my bad. <laughs> no, it was it was a three tweet tweet. It was definitely intentional. I thought this was the CIA Teams meeting. (laughs) This isn't the CIA Teams chat? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any other coping mechanisms for uh, these troubled times, these trying times? Burying myself in a show. I'm joking. Zach Alexander Brown, uncaged Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Same. (laughs) I have done that. I have as much time to sit down and play like a long game to re- really escape like occasionally I'll, I'll sit down and re- the other problem is that one uh, there's there's a book i've been meaning to read for like a year and it's by by a great podcaster that i, I enjoy a lot named dan carlin who hosts the hardcore history show but the problem is, is that the book is called the end is always near <laughs> and it's just about all the times when like uh, yeah modern civilization almost just veered off the edge and uh one of the earliest examples is how like pandemic uh, it crippled one society, but like not in the way of like killing a bunch of people, but just like you know doing what it's done in the United States, just just upending our our ideal of social norms and upending our values. And I'm just like, God, I really want to read this, but like I I I cannot, I don't have the energy <laughs> to consume the news and then go and read this book about how the thing I just read about for 30 minutes is going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy. Even though that's not what he's saying, that's that's the conclusion I'm going to wind up drawing from it. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, but yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to like really dive into a a game lately either. So we'll yeah, see if- like I I picked up uh, whatever the last Ratchet and Clank game is for PS5. I had gotten a gift card from my employees, which I thought was adorable, and then uh, oh. I picked up the game, and it is still sitting in its shrink wrap. Uh, sitting mm-hmm. by my PS5. Yeah, it's tough. Three months my, later. My dumb ass decided to get Elden Ring and be even more stressed. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck you did that. Yeah. Because I, I, I love it. <laughs> I love I, it so much. I hate those games. I can't stand them. I can't. I, I, I try so hard to get into those. Uh, what are the. Uh, uh, the Souls games. Yeah. And I just cannot. I can't for the life of me. I don't understand the appeal. Like it's just so incredibly hard, and I'm just. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the appeal is that it's hard, and it's more of the like mentality of like 
practice learning and 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 pattern recognition and, and and stuff like that that like it's it's very much the monster hunter style as well it's like learning the moves and and doing it over and over to figure it out and to get good or just get better <laughs> not necessarily get good but get better mm-hmm. um and like it it feels satisfying to actually progress and actually complete these objectives that you were having issues with and I, the game, Elden Ring does it so weird where, uh, like, normally, if you're thrown out into an open world map, the further away from your starting area you go, the harder things get. Um, in Elden Ring, the map is uh, top to bottom, north to south. And uh, the further south you are, the easier things are. The further north you are, the harder things are. You start in the fucking middle. So you have to go all the way down to the bottom, which they don't tell you. Go down to the bottom because it's easier. You just start in the middle and they direct you to the closest boss, which is like the midpoint boss, basically. And you just have to, by trial and error, figure out, oh, I need to go down first. It was kind of a pain. Sounds like a whole lot of spoilers there, bud. Mm. eh, eh. Were you going to play it? (laughs) Yes. Well, now you know. Uh, Rich's shifting position on spoiler culture. <laughs> now, now you know. To, the, All of a sudden is not a problem. It has no, been less than a week. It is. I'm sorry. Well, when this comes out, it'll have been about a month. But I'm sorry. He's I here will, now. I will, I will say letting someone know that the easier portion of the game is down south is not a spoiler. I Disagree. didn't tell you what kind of enemies. I didn't tell you where to go. I just told you go south. Which is still a spoiler because the whole you literally just described that the whole point and challenge of these games is figuring all this shit out for yourself. Hmm. So we say it sounds it. like the cope, that everybody's coping mechanism for the test needs cut that we're in all is of this arguing, out. Arguing about the compass, <laughs> <laughs> arguing about north and south. Got just, it. East and west. Just because just because I told you to go south doesn't mean south is going to be easier. It's just easier than where you are it's not going to be simple that, that by definition is easier you can't say but that's like what I'm the saying, word means it's not going to be well, simple unfortunately we have no more time to talk about this so, uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to move on to the next question what's, right? what's the hurry matt are we in a hurry are Sorry. we gonna rush yeah. Sp- <laughs> yeah it's called pacing of the show <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm saving yeah. you from yourself, both the, of you. The second question of the forty-five minute argument about like, yo, north is harder than south, bro. <laughs> Matt, come we at need... me, south southeast. Matt, Matt we need to move on. Come on now. <laughs> I, uh, I stop listening. What's the next question? <laughs> what word do you still not know how to spell without using some kind of memorization technique? Example: Wednesday. Uh, it's it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, no, that that's my answer to this question. Wednesday is that word for me. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Hmm. Wednesday. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not hmm. spelling it. This is an audio <laughs> medium, guys. N e d. Wednesday. I, I do the same thing with Wednesday. Um, sometimes with restaurant. And only because that was the word I lost on a spelling bee in like eighth grade. So I, I have a small complex about the word restaurant. Uh, no, it was, it was a, yeah, yeah, it was, it was middle school. Uh, yeah. R-E-S-T, restaurant. 
Oh, I go wrist tower. Like I will, I will overpronounce yeah. that so I don't forget. There's a U right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. John, I it's uh, business and opportunity. I don't know busyness. why. Yeah, busyness and why opportunity though? Opportunity. I honestly don't know how to spell opportunity right now. If you were to ask me to spell it, I'm I'm shooting in the dark. If it's R O or O R, opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I do that one too. It's a hard. It's hard. I I opportunity. Yeah. Any other uh, spelling tricks, memorization techniques, Rich? No, none that I can think of. Wednesday is probably really the only one I mostly use. I've given in to the fact that I can't spell, so I just don't care anymore. Like I've, I've, mm. I know I can't spell. It's just, it, I, I've been having difficulty remembering how to spell definitely for some reason. Like I don't know why I can't remember how to spell definitely, but yeah, it's just. Okay. Like it, anytime I go to write it, I I go to type out all of definitely, and I get the little red yellow. I'm like, erase, erase, erase. Def. It's def. Cool. Instead of writing definitely, because I just I'm like I'm not gonna look it up, and I spell it so bad that Google doesn't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Ouch. Google yeah. throwing shade. So, uh, yeah. It's, I just I don't. I've I've just. I'm like I don't know how to spell so. I'm just going to lean into the typos at this point. I'm just going to lean into them. Um, but <laughs> lead, become a worse speller yeah. to own the, to own the computer. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, I, like, this isn't spelling, but I still get left and right mixed up to where every time I have to say like left or right or not every time, but pretty much if I'm starting to give directions at first, I do have to like say in my head, like up, down, left, right. I always have to bop my head up, down, left, right to remember left and right. Because it's just, it's what it's, it helps me remember which way is left and right. Autocorrect on my phone has a bit of an attitude <laughs> because it'll autocorrect everything for me for like a period of a couple hours. And I'll get real mad because like I'll be trying to type in Jim and it'll be like him or vice versa. And I'll get really annoyed. Like, oh, come on, man. Come on. And then at a certain point, like, I won't have said anything, but, like, there will be a period of, like, another 45 minutes where I'll be texting or trying to type something, and it just won't throw me a bone for anything. Like, like I'll, I'll try to type in, like, you know, Timothy, and it'll get me, like, B-X-L-X-H-P. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, it's not even close. And they're like, uh-uh, you spent five hours bitching about it. You're on your own, champ. Your <laughs> meat fingers can try and type this in on your own. Uh, so I get very annoyed with that. Uh, but that's... I get neither here nor there. I get that a lot. Time for grinding my gears. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like typing out a word and I'm just like, I'm not entirely sure. I'll be like seven. It's always some long fucking word. I'll be like six, seven letters in. So clearly there's enough to be like, oh, it's one of these three words. And it's still Mm -hmm. trying to recommend something else that I've already gone too many letters for it to have been that fucking word. And it's just like, are you sure you don't mean table? I'm like, table. no, I don't. There was one time a couple years ago uh, where I had like fucked up a word real bad and like, yeah, you know, but but and I deleted it. But for whatever reason, it saved it in the dictionary. So it would start auto correcting mm-hmm. to like, you know, 
XLWP as like a word. And it's like autocorrect to it. I'd be trying to type in like, hey, Sean, want to go place blessed <laughs> instead. <laughs> Have you? Have Sorry, you? you want to type in your friend's name? How about Blizzle <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Frank. Doctor Frank took over your. Uh, yeah. Your autocorrect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you want to get together for the Flavin <laughs> Flaglin? Exactly. I've yeah. I've I've gotten lucky with my uh, with my autocorrect that um, when a streamer comes onto my stream, I'll shout them out and I'll do a little code into my twitch chat but because i'm only using one monitor to stream i have to use my phone to type it into the chat so my phone now remembers ravenous glavinous zaniac 91 captain zeke whatever like it knows ravenous these names by the now. way it definitely sounds like a professor frank quote <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah this is the uh, ravenous glavinous and- yeah. Destroy, it'll destroy the town if you don't uh keep it hey this is in line as long as you don't turn it on like you just did. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, we're dead. <laughs> oh, we're doomed. We're doomed with the with the death and the fire and the going to hell. Uh, uh, Rich, what's next? Oh, what is next? I got to open my phone back up. Uh, let's see. What's something you just would not wear? Example, V-necks, Paisleys, etc. Paisleys. It's a V-neck. You would never wear a V-neck. No. Too short. Why would you not wear a V-neck? I'm too short and thick for a V-neck. It just looks fucking stupid. Mm, too much muscle. Got it. Yep. If I want the ladies <laughs> to see the chest hair. Yeah, I'm yeah. just taking my shirt off. Yeah, you're just causing <laughs> problems at that point. Uh, Sean, what is something you would not wear? You just wouldn't do it. Mm. I think it might be Paisley's. I think that's too much of a... Too much of a pattern for me. Mm. It's just too much. I don't. I don't have any. Uh, I just can't. I can't imagine a world in which I need to look like that. <laughs> mm. I don't think I'd ever wear a vest. Ooh, that's a good I'm a one. Vest guy. That's a good one. Uh, okay, well, I used to uh, back in the old Catholic school days, uh, summer. Uh, as alternative uniforms, you could wear a sweater, you could wear a vest, and I had a vest then. Yeah, it was, you know, it was fine. Uh, but it just never appealed to me. The vest. I think I have like a vest jacket, and I got it as a gift, and I feel bad for not having any real interest in wearing it. Uh, but it's I don't know, just doesn't do it for me. Uh, I, I think was... a vest a vest calls too much attention to the areas in my body that I don't like. Like it's like, hey, look at the middle part. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like Get that. I don't like that part of me. <laughs> I was, mm. I always thought vest jackets were just a fucking waste of time, because if I'm cold enough that I need to wear a jacket, I wear a also jacket. want my arms to fucking be covered because I'm cold <laughs> yeah. enough to need to wear a jacket. <laughs> so chill. That's the most important part because that's the coldest part. It's the furthest <laughs> away from the center of your body. Yeah. But also, yeah. the the vests just make me look fucking stupid. And if they're long enough to not make me look stupid, they don't fit around my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better be carrying like a dead deer on your shoulders if you're walking around with a vest on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Rich, what's something you just wouldn't wear? Honestly, 
like a dress or a skirt. I just don't think I'd look good in it. Hmm. I've so I've worn a skirt before, and they are so comfortable. I'm sure they uh, are. I just don't think story. I would look good in it. So I just don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I'd a have lot to of ease myself on this show. Mm-hmm. I'd have to ease myself in. Maybe wear a kilt first and see how that works before I decide. You know, what, let's try a skirt. But hmm. I just I don't I don't think I'd look good in like a dress or a skirt. Hmm. I feel like a kilt would just be so heavy and uncomfortable. It probably would be so but much material if you do a traditional kilt. It's just nothing but wool, right? It's just super heavy wool. Yeah, but it's also like I gotta look this up because I don't want to misquote it. But I feel like it's like twenty feet or some ridiculous amount of fucking material that you just yeah. continually wrap around your body. Mm. That's too much. Yeah, it's a big old no can do for me on the uh, the kilt skirt front as well. So yeah, I, I guess I'll I guess I will put that on. The list. <laughs> <laughs> like I I'd, I'd be I've never really tried wearing a lot of different colors and a different patterns and things like that. Most of my life was blacks and tans. So, like, I'd be willing to try mm. out different patterns and colors and see how That's it works. That's most of on. my life, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know what I wouldn't wear besides those. Hmm. Yeah, I don't there think there are definitely colors that I re- it takes me a while to realize that I don't have like an alternate for like uh we we uh we've been ac- accumulating uh clothing very kindly uh, we've been getting a lot of clothing for for the future little Kaz uh who I guess by the time of this podcast will be present little Kaz uh as gifts and uh Jenna's like oh so and so got us this uh this orange uh little, little shirt for for the baby and I was like oh that's cute and it occurred to me like. I don't think I own a single orange shirt. <laughs> My whole wardrobe, formal clothes, uh, you don't yeah, have, button-ups, polos, nothing, no t-shirts. No fly- flyers, paraphernalia or anything like that? I think the one flyers jersey I have, well, I I can't remember now. I, I guess it's a, yeah, the one flyers jersey I had was black. And, then, you know, that's that, 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 yeah, so you're right, you're right, because I have a Wayne Simmons uh, flyers jersey. It's got the classic orange. But I don't, I don't I, I'm not wearing the flyer sweater all the time. That's the only one that I've got. And then the other one was purple. Like, so I, I'm playing uh rec league basketball and uh, they, they gave it, our team's color was purple. And uh, we recently added somebody to the team. We had to add a member of the team and they texted our group and said, Hey, does anybody have an extra purple shirt? And I was like, no, sir. <laughs> uh, nowhere in my, nowhere in my wardrobe. Could I provide you with a t-shirt that you could wear to play basketball that even looks even remotely close to the color purple. Nothing. Just tell him to buy a Phantoms jersey. Philly Phantoms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think you get the, get the old school Phantom colors for yeah, or the or the Minnesota Vikings. Nah. Purple sure. people. Purple. Nah. Purple people eaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple. Uh, anything else you guys wouldn't wear, or shall we move on? We can move on. Uh, All right. Then what's next? Tim, did you find what you're looking for or no? Uh, no, apparently I just have a complete misunderstanding of how kilts work. Okay. <laughs> Surprise! That was, that, was, that was a while ago. I'm surprised we didn't get an answer on that. <laughs> um, do you feel like you have a good memory? Yes and no. Yeah, but, uh, but about like not that important stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, 
when it comes to things that were said or talked about or, or like things that we're going to do or played or whatever. Yeah. When it comes to dates and names. No, no, it's not at all. Yeah. I, I know dumb shit. Like I have so much stupid trivia knowledge in my brain, but I can't remember basic stuff. Like I didn't know, or I wasn't sure that we were recording today until today. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like, I, I was like, I threw context clues of you guys talking about it. I was like, oh, I guess we're recording today. But it's if, just... If Rich, if Rich hadn't said something on Tuesday, I would have been like, what, no, I have plans. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I'd always be like something like I, I remember like I was just talking with a coworker today and he was asking me because he's reviewing uh, a client or relationship that I, I had reviewed a year prior. And he was like, oh, can I ask you about this? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the, the client that is X, Y and Z. And he was like, how did you you did that like 11 months ago? How do you remember all that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but like, like it's not it isn't, it isn't that useful it would have taken me five seconds to just look up the stuff and i would have known just as much uh in terms of factoids uh yeah i can remember every little detail about like a great album that i really love like uh coed and cambria second stage turbine blade turns 20 years old tomorrow uh the day that we're recording this march 5th 2002 uh the day that album was released and the uh the album title is a reference to uh, a part that uh the lead singer Claudio Sanchez's dad uh, worked on in uh, the factory that he worked in. Uh, but I always forget that Elena Kagan's on the Supreme Court. Always. <laughs> that seems much more important to know that Elena Kagan's on the Supreme Court. But every time like, who's on the Supreme Court, I get like eight of them. And then the ninth, I'm like, oh, fuck, who is it? And it's always Kagan. It's always <laughs> Kagan. I always forget Elena Kagan every single time. It's brutal. Yeah. I mean, my selective my- memory. My memory is really good for random things, but not like, I mean, yes, random fucking pointless trivia that will never matter or serve any purpose in my life at any given point. I'm terrible with birthdays unless there's like four people that have the same birthday, i.e. Uh, July 11th. Um, yeah. Whose birthday I, um, is that? Um, nope, I forgot. Mr. Uh, Eleven of Seven Eleven fame. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. Um, but like, th- there's there's conversations that I will remember. I I've remembered remembered where I was standing in the room, what I was wearing, what the person I was talking to was wearing, and then like it, every aspect of that conversation I can recall six months later. But also. I can't remember the conversation I just had with the pro- the product manager 20 minutes ago. And it's like, well, fuck, now I have to go have that conversation to go because this is important for what I'm doing right now. So and it's and it's the whole gambit in between. And it's just it it's very frustrating sometimes. We said today where I, I, I do the wordle before work every morning and uh, and then or a couple of, you know, after after I got done work today and after my wife was done work. Uh, we we're just hanging out together and uh, she was doing the wordle and she was like getting stuck on it. And uh, she's like, can you give me a hint? And I looked at it. I'm like, 
I don't remember what the wordle was. <laughs> I just did this puzzle like eight hours ago. I don't remember what it was. I, I got it right, but I is, no, I can't. I can't help you. The answer is no. Uh, there's no. There's no, <laughs> nothing I can provide you as far as guidance because it's it's just out the window. It's done. Yeah, we do the same thing. I have to pull it back up on my phone and be like, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so it, are, we're going with a selectively good memory for the most of us. Then it sounds mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or maybe randomly good instead of selectively. Randomly selected. There we go. I like that. Mm. A random selection. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, we got next. If you had a chance to attend college now, are there classes you would like to take? Yeah, computer programming. We're actually in a broadcast journalism. I did print journalism as an undergrad. Broadcast would be pretty cool. You'd learn all the use all the cameras and shit like that. All the cool toys. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing that. Oh, see, it's for class, and I get to take this really expensive camera and boom microphone out for a weekend. <laughs> see I, you later. I wish Bye. I, I, I wish I I had more of those communication type classes when I was in college um i wouldn't mind doing some sort of like social media marketing slash advertising slash understanding class like i don't know trying to be able to better brand like one quest brose myself on social media instead of just like oh i'm just gonna post every day and see how that goes like yeah, classes like that, maybe. If we're going pure practicality, the answer is supply chain management. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Is <laughs> right, yeah, I, my cousin's an undergrad right now, and uh, he, he just recently changed majors, and he's like, oh, yeah, I switched to supply chain management. It was at Christmas, and I was like, or Christmas? No, Thanksgiving. Uh, he's like, yeah, I switched to supply chain management. And I was like, good timing, bud. <laughs> Seems important. <laughs> And everyone thinks it's your fault. I know it's his fault. It's definitely his fault. (laughs) I know for sure it's the supply chain manager's fault, not anything else. Uh, Tim, if you had a chance to attend college now, are there any classes you'd like to take? I feel I, since I don't actually know what I want to do with my life, because I'm not grown up yet. Uh, I would take something that's more just general curiosity rather than actual practicality for progressing my self career wise dressage. So (laughs) did you just say dressage? Yeah. (laughs) Question studies. I want to see Tim on a dancing horse. (laughs) Fucking why? (laughs) For the curiosity, aren't you at least a little bit curious about those horses? Rich wants to see me struggle to get on top of the horse because I'm so fucking short. <laughs> I didn't I mean, say you, this. I did yeah, not say That's this. what you want. Tell me it I'm wrong. Like you, Tell me I'm sounds wrong. Like you, sounds like you projecting. Because <laughs> again, security's bubbling to the surface. <laughs> that and could, and now you really look like Jason Statham staring at the... You got the microphone in your hand. You're like you're, you're bearing up in front of the camera, mean mugging like that. Tell me I'm wrong, like Richard. Gonna, like the next thing out of his mouth is going to be like, I now pronounce you man and knife. <laughs> now, Tim, Tim, now that you said it, you're not wrong. But that's not why I said I just thought it'd be funny to see you on a dancing horse. 
Yeah, I get it. Uh, honestly, it would probably be some sort of like either robotic robotics course or just um, not not comp side, not computer engineering, but more like on the hardware aspect of it and dealing with wiring and like some sort of electronics course, probably. Hmm. Sean, what would you take? So I've been thinking recently about getting into uh, counseling. Like, I think that would be a fun thing to do. And like, I'd feel more helpful. Like I'd feel more fulfilled in my job. So I think some psych classes instead of just psychology 101, which I got an A in because somebody broke into my teacher's house and stole his laptop. (laughs) (laughs) That's a brilliant move by you. Yeah. It's somebody. (laughs) Yeah. It's really a win-win situation. You get an A and a free laptop. <laughs> yep. It was a, I mean, listen, I I feel like I had my shit together when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get in there, get get some Sigmund Freud, some mm-hmm. Carl Jung. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that'd be fun. Any other courses you guys would take? Uh uh internet cybersecurity type stuff, like IT security. Not not like IT being an actual technician, but knowing how to secure servers and things like that. It's a big, big industry right now. A lot of people are getting into. Hmm. Yeah, in my experience, everyone who hires a network administrator doesn't actually want them to be a network administrator. So then that person is like, no, I can't do what you asked me to do. Well, why not? Because that's not what my fucking experience is in. Mm-hmm. Spanish. We'll learn some Spanish. No hablo. Yeah, they say that's the problem. It's no hablo. So, uh, so yeah, I want to hablo. that situation. <laughs> God damn yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'd like to be out here obloing. So say hablo. Yeah, we oui. hablo. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Is I just combined French and Spanish because I haven't taken any Spanish in a long time. So you know, don't even know the difference between those two Romance languages. Tu parles français? Uh, un peu. Un peu. Un peu ah, see, there you go. You got that part. I'm yeah, yeah, so much. That's okay. I got un poquito. No, this is not no, Dexter's no, no. lab. Shut up. No, no. I'm le du Femme la bouche. Rich, what do we got next? Uh, next. Um, I don't know if I can answer this question. At what age did you feel like a grown-up? I literally just said uh, I haven't grown up yet, so I'll let you know when I I get there. Uh, twenty seven, because that was when I got off my parents' insurance, and so I was like legit on my <laughs> own. I thought you had to do that at twenty six. I th- I what thought, happened? but it doesn't happen at twenty. Then twenty six, whatever age okay. that you get off your parents' insurance. Decided, uh, they're trying to rat you out. I was making sure that uh, that I didn't miss the boat on this. <laughs> yeah, you didn't lose a year. We're finding so much out about Sean. Insurance yeah. fraud, uh, computer yeah, yeah. theft. Hell yeah. Like, what's next? Yeah, life of crime. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt, of course it's 27. What, did Big Ron kick you off early? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's what it was. It was Big, big Ron. Big Ron, it, it would involve zero extra dollars for him to keep me on his insurance because he still had my brother on the insurance. But just to prove a point, he kicked me off. <laughs> <only>. Yep. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you, it comes in spurts. I'll tell you what, it, it, it has come in spurts. 
I have felt like an adult at different ages, and then like uh, something will happen where I'll be like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm like I got married, felt like an adult. Uh, you know, there were you know developments at work. Like there was a, a couple year period where I felt like an adult. I feel like an adult now, uh, but during the pandemic, did not feel like an adult. Mm-hmm. Did not uh, because it was I reverted to my basest instincts, which is just like, well, I guess I'll just hang out and do what I would have done at age 14 all day was just sit around and play video games and hang out inside. That's that's 14 year old shit right there. But guess what? It got me through two years of a freaking <laughs> worldwide pandemic. It was just sitting inside. Um, so I don't know. I, I would say for the, f- the first time I felt like a grown up was probably honestly it was probably when I was 24 and it was the first time I was like moderately in charge of people. And I like very moderately in charge of people at work. Uh, so I'll say 24. And then um, shortly afterwards, they exited my department and I was no longer in charge of people. And I didn't feel like an adult anymore. <laughs> that was the end of that. But Casnell in charge for six months and suddenly they're like, we got to get rid of this whole wing of the bank. So this oh, man. Anymore. Uh, Rich. Um, I, I don't know. I think the, uh, I definitely didn't feel like a grown up after this or, or around this. It was just at this moment. Um, I had to fire somebody when I worked at McDonald's, uh, and they were a friend of mine. So like, I kind of felt like a grown up then because I had to do a thing of firing somebody who I was friends with and whatnot. But follow, that was like when I was like maybe 20, 21. But after that, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling like a grown up after that afterwards. Um, it, and it wasn't until about 29 when I started to feel grown up again, when I kicked out my roommate of two weeks and realized, uh, a lot of people are shit in this world. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! People yeah. suck. Yeah, huh? I would, yeah, it was leading up until then. I always had like a bright outlook, like oh, people. I see the nice in everyone, and then after that, it was just like fuck people, man, fuck them all. But not your subs, right? No, not my subs. My subs are great. <laughs> yeah, so all, 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 uh, all seven of you, you're all great. I love you guys. Be, be underscore walnuts for more uplifting <laughs> <laughs> treatises on humanity like that one. <laughs> um, anything else on this one? Age, you feel like Tim? Tim doesn't feel like he's grown up yet. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah. sarcastic response. Obviously, uh, I'd probably say twenty-seven, twenty-eight. That's when it felt like. <clears throat> I wouldn't say I felt like I was grown up so much as like I need to grow up at that point because it's like, all right, things, not everything is just have fun, play video games and party all the time. You Now it's like, well, what about marriage? What about like locking down forever and buying a home? And I mean, not that I've bought a home yet, but all all that jazz and like, all right, I I was a supervisor at one point, and that opportunity did not end well due to no fault of my own. Um, 
It's like, all right, I'm going to take a break from trying to be in charge of anything. Like, all right, I got to start getting back into some sort of role, get getting back onto that kind of track because it is something I was good at and am good at. I just needed a break for my own mental health. But it's like, all right, get back on track. Make, uh, make, make some money moves. <laughs> and then uh, actually start getting my shit together. Literally. And figuratively. Mm. Like, had to put the shit in the corner. And it's just like, mm. I should probably pick that up at some point. Get all your shit together. Put it in a box. <laughs> get it together. Why don't you flush your shit? Like, why would you gather it? Oh, see, see, I don't. Hmm. This is I'm juvenile not. humor that we don't accept here on the Brose <laughs> podcast. Gotta savor it. Below us. It's a waste. I watched, savor it. I watched a video today where it was like they're at a. Nope. No, 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 no. I don't like where this is going. Absolutely not. We're not going from the shit talk to like, I saw a video, guys. <laughs> Did it it's start with like really video. nice piano music? You know, hard pass. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I, no, maybe I don't know what you're. Trying Were there to any cups me. involved? No, there's no cups. Um, but it was it was like comedy skit. It was like maybe like three minutes long, and they're out at a restaurant and they order like a Caesar salad and a prawn salad or whatever, and they come out with the Caesar salad and it's just a piece of shit oh, on the salad. It's like there's shit on my salad, and he's like, "What are you allergic or something?" It's shit on my salad. All right, I'll take care of that. The prawn salad is. is, It's. it's, You have shrimp on the menu, but they had prawn. It's UK. That's what they. I guess that's that's what they call. All right. Shrimp. I don't know. But, I think um, prawn is technically different, but also I don't know what they eat in England besides like they had the, the one time I was there, and uh, we went to a burger joint. <laughs> all I, I know is bangers and mash and fish and chips. So, I think bangers and, Ma- bangers and mash is Irish, isn't it? Yeah, fish and chips is fish and chips is British. We had bangers and mash too. Uh, blood pudding is also a thing over there. Blood pudding, yes, gross. Yeah, blood pudding, baby. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 Uh, what do we got next, Rich? Uh, the last question of this session, or of the episode, uh, who do you turn to when you feel stuck? The Jaws of Life. <laughs> That's a weird name for Jenna. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime I'm in stuck between two things and I need to get out, it's my turn to is shoo, get him out. Uh, yeah, Jenna's definitely one. Uh. I guess it depends on what I feel stuck with. Mm-hmm. Stuck with life, definitely, Jenna. Um, hmm. Yeah. It's like at work. I've got a coworker that I usually like run ideas past. I don't know. What about you guys? Mm. Uh, when it comes to like life stuff, mostly, it's either my parents or you guys. Um, oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for all of our poor direction. You turn, you turn to our drink, our drinking podcast for trying to get you unstuck from. from Look, from it's life. it's my mom first, and then you guys. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, uh, but when it comes to like my like, if it's like video game related or whatever, I have I have a certain couple of friends like, hey, I'm literally stuck at this point, or I don't know what to do here, or whatever help me out um but in life in general it's it's usually my parents first how about you sean 
Who do you turn to when you're stuck? Well, I mean, obviously I turn to Mary or my therapist when I'm stuck in like life. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, both of them give me great advice. So shout outs to my, <laughs> my therapist yeah. and also my wife, um, mm. who are not the same person. Uh, <laughs> which is very important. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> huge. And then I I don't know, at work, I guess my boss, I like will if I'm feeling like as I often am, I'm feeling like I'm not doing enough or um just kind of like what I'm doing isn't exactly what I want to be doing. I'll go to my boss and be like, "Is there any way we can, you know, shift the paradigm a little bit?" get me into a a better groove with things mm. yeah having one at work is huge mm-hmm. like it, whether it's a whether it's a day-to-day thing or a career thing like having somebody you can turn to be like yeah i'm feeling like i'm sort of water, you know treading water a little bit running in place you know other euphemisms uh, <laughs> then then uh you, you, you do need that for sure whether it's a yeah mentor or uh, even just one of your peers. Tim, who do you turn to when you feel stuck? Um, so I always have at least one person at work, wherever I work. Um, just because uh, I hate taking work home. Like, I may be frustrated when I get home, and I'm, uh, but talking about it while at home just means that I'm going to continue dwelling on it rather than like, hey, just give me 20 minutes to get over this, and then I will be at home. So, because otherwise I just become irrationally angry and Martha is just stuck with like, I have no idea how to solve any of these problems or how I can actually help you. I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, But yeah, when it comes to life, uh, Martha, 100%. uh, When it comes to work currently, I I actually have two people. Uh, Dave, the director of technical services, who is actually the uh, guy who helped me get this job. And then um, uh, Will Stanhope, who's probably the only person from my current job that will ever actually hear this. So uh, one, hi, Will. Uh, and, and two... Um, what up, Will? Yeah. So <laughs> Will, Will is uh, the quality supervisor who uh, he is going into another department and they're turning that into a manager role that I will be taking. Uh, which is not why Will is the person I go to. Uh, we we clicked very early on in me working there, and it's just we have very similar logical approaches to pretty much any problem. But he also has a lot more history in the company with less of a uh, rose-colored glasses than Dave does. So if I, I have some issues, it it's sometimes easier to talk to Will, and I'm more likely to get a not bright-eye and bushy-tail answer. And more of a real, here's what's going on, and here's what I recommend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he also gives me perspective because sometimes it's just like fuck that guy, and it gives me perspective. And I was like, well, I still hate him, but like, I get it. <laughs> oh, and any other uh, thoughts on what you do, who you turn to when you feel stuck? Doesn't seem like it. And I have no idea why. No. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I, I'm usually the one people come to when they feel stuck with work, and I don't really have anybody to go to, because I trained my boss, so it's kind of awkward. All right, we we bragger over here. I said, train my boss. I'm the, I'm the boss. My name's Rich. Yeah, it's kind of maybe. <laughs> maybe they sh- it's just there's a little bit of resentment towards the fact. See, that they were just stroking his beard as if he's like, "Yes, this is the actual. This is it." Yeah, I, I just bring it on. More more accolades for me. <laughs> it's just the it's it's yeah. frustrating that I trained my boss and yet. I have to fix everything, or me or one other person tend to be the two fixing things. And it's just, yeah. He's like, I've damn it, I should be Moneybag Sweeten. I should be Moneybag Sweeten. Mm-hmm. Should be. My name is Rich. It's <laughs> fair. Well, isn't that rich? <laughs> isn't that decadent? Uh, all right, that's everything we had, right, uh, Rich? Yes, that was the uh, last question for this. Anyone with a closing uh, thought or a take? I don't have one. All right. I got a couple of quickies. Had these bouncing around for a while, not hashed out. And not, not, they're all half-baked. Um, real quick. So <clears throat> uh, if you're looking up a movie trailer or a trailer for any show on like a, a, a video platform, YouTube or anything like that, there shouldn't be ads. Should be ads in front of the movie trailer. <laughs> I'm watching an ad already. I'm watching a two and a half minute ad for the Batman. I don't need an ad for like Grammarly at the beginning. I'm watching an ad. You don't get to put ads in front of the ad. It's just ad, 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 ad. Too many ads. Stop it. Enough. Um, the Matthew McConaughey ad encouraging people. This is it's like for Salesforce. First of all, uh, it's the ad where Matthew McConaughey pretends to be an astronaut, but he's encouraging people that like, oh, you know, the, the solution to our problems isn't in space. It's right here on, on planet Earth. Uh, and I know the point is that it's supposed to be taking the piss out of Elon Musk and Bezos and all that. Why are we why are we encouraging kids not to be curious about space? Stop looking to space. 50 years ago, we were like, everybody look to space. Tra- dream of traveling to space. One day you can be an astronaut. And now we're saying oh, th- the billionaires did it. So now, you know, not cool anymore. Not okay. Not okay to dream about space anymore. Also, what does Salesforce have to do with space? <laughs> Why does Salesforce have a vested interest in making uh, everybody should have a vested interest in making the planet a little bit safer, more uh, eco-friendly? Why Salesforce? What do you, you try? What, you're not pulling the wool over my eyes. You're a platform that helps you like, secure sales leads for clients. I don't care. You, you have nothing to do with the wheat production in Nebraska. Relax, Salesforce. Um, third one: always censor cursing in any comedy. It's infinitely funnier when you censor cursing in comedies <laughs> at all points. You're 100% right. It's yeah. always funnier. It's way Definitely. funnier. Like uh, Dramas, no, but but comedies, absolutely. Um, and lastly, um, always make pancakes with the waffle recipe. Always. Yep. A couple yep. weeks ago, uh, I was making uh, – I wanted to make waffles, and then after I made the batter, poured the extra oil, the extra butter into, uh, into the mix for the waffle, and then realized that our waffle maker is not working. Shit. Waffle maker, bad news. But guess what? Just I was like, well, I guess I'll just make it, uh, make pancakes with this. It was amazing. The gr- one of the best pancake batches I've ever made. And it's because I used the waffle recipe, a little extra oil. Always use the waffle recipe. Forget about the pancake recipe. Always use the waffle recipe. Never not the waffle recipe. Oh my. Those are my takes. Life hacks. 
Life hacks. Life hacks. Yeah, where was there that when is. we had that question, Matt? Life hacks. I just thought it was so obvious that everybody should just know already. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Duff Man. Enjoying his waffles filled with oil. And regret. Giggity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duff Man. Yeah, Duff Man's a little bit higher. Yeah, the uh, so so the lower voice is uh, Bubba's Brews and Booze, but uh, <laughs> the higher voice, Duffman, has invited you over to his house for pancakes and waffles, like that. Duffman can't breathe. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Duffman, five years off his life, putting a stick of butter into this pancake mix. Worth it. Is still when Duffman's flying a, a blimp. Duffman has reported you to the FAA. This near miss will be investigated by a council of three retired pilots. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to. Like, knows all the rules. Uh, <laughs> uh, if people want to see any more of my waffle takes on Twitter, they can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M K A S Z N E L. What about you, Tim? At uh, Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. And you, Sean. At hey, it's SOB. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel. For designing our world-famous logo, you can find her work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or at Etsy.com. To Tess Riley for editing our show. And, of course, to Steven Siebert, who provided us his theme music when uh, to our show. You can find Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's plugs time, everybody. Rich, what's going on with you? Twitch.tv slash B underscore one. for uh, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and sometimes Friday, 7 to 10 Eastern time. Also, check out uh, www.one-quest.com for two podcasts. First one is PodQuest, the Nerdy Roundtable, where we talk about that week's nerd hot topics, the things we've been playing, as well as a occasional bi-weekly uh, quote book club where we watch movies and stuff and talk about them. Also, bonus action, the Tabletop Podcast, where me and Sean and a bunch of friends play D&D, and I force people to roleplay and think about what their character's biggest fears are. Gross. Uh... <laughs> Now, Sean, uh, after you're done role-playing, you also uh, throw some Frisbees. Yeah, I throw some Frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers Music Podcast. Season 1 is out there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, It's a show where my brother and I take two seemingly unrelated albums and find a way to link them together. It's where we connect bands like, uh, like System of a Down and Run the Jewels, where we connect artists like george jones and craig finn how about mastodon and neurosis holy shit man season two is on the way we're in the process of recording it now uh if you want to see the comparisons between benny goodman and black sabbath or cindy lopper and bad cop bad cop that's all on the way but in the meantime go back and listen to season one eight episodes over 14 hours of show uh great music discussion uh it's a good time i think you know but that's just me i'm the person who it's a good time it's a good time it's a good time. 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 See, rate reviews. Rate reviews by uh, 50% of the Brose podcast. Give them one stars on on iTunes like like Alex asked. 
We it's do. Good Alex, time. Alex wants. Yeah, my uh, Alex uh, co-host Alex wants one-star reviews. He wants the worst reviews. He wants to drive the algorithm. Make sure that the algorithm drives us as far down on the list of recommended <laughs> podcasts as possible. So one-star reviews only. Uh, I rec- I ask for five-star or one-star reviews. Because uh, if you got an opinion, put your name on it. None of this wishy-washy three-star nonsense. Oh, you're getting a one-star, and it's going to be all about just how you don't like Melt the Cheese. <laughs> I mean, I get enough of that already from the other person on the show. But sure, I mean, bring it up again. Why not? Um, all right, everybody. Say goodbye to the listeners. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Kiss, and I'm reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. <laughs> <laughs>